This podcast is intended for advisors and staff at the cooperators. The views and opinions expressed are those of the subjects and do not necessarily reflect the official position of the cooperators. You are listening to the Advisor Network Podcast, where your fellow advisors share tips, stories, and lessons learned. We call this series, What I Learned During the Pandemic. While it sometimes seems like we've been dealing with COVID-19 for years, it's really only been three months. But those three months will have a major impact on how we do business in both the short and long term. We'll talk to advisors about their experiences since this all started, how they've adapted and what they've learned about technology, processes, clients, and themselves. I recently talked to Tom and Daryl Chinsky in Edmonton. Tom's is one of 10 agencies piloting reopening in Alberta. Daryl is Tom's wife and office manager. Between the two of them, they've realized that reopening involves way more than just social distancing and hand sanitizer. So Tom, how did it feel this week to get up, dress in business-appropriate attire, and drive to the office? Uh, That was a little bit of a different uh, experience. There's no question about it. Um, It's kind of funny. You get used to you know, one setting and then abruptly you change and then you just kind of get nicely settled into a home setting. But uh, it was it was great. It was great to see the uh, cheery faces of a couple of my staff that I hadn't seen since uh, the middle of March. And uh, it was uh, it was really good. You know, I look forward to opening up the office for them and uh, getting back in the saddle, you might say. So what are what are some of the things that you guys have had to do to to get to opening in terms of, of requirements? And, and I assume it's not just cooperators recommendations and requirements, but there's also local health, provincial health requirements. Can you can you give me a bit of an overview of what uh, what some of those things look like? You know, we had a quick conference call when uh, we were asked to be a pilot office and uh Nicole uh, Zuba, our district manager, said, uh, you know, she said, I want to have the call because if I sent all the paperwork out to you before the call took place, you guys might change your mind about wanting to be a pilot office. (laughs) And I, I, uh, I, after I saw the paperwork, I sent uh, Nicole a comment. I said, I think it would be easier to open a hospital than reopen a insurance office for all the things that were required. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, there was, a, there was a lot in a short period of time, but, uh, you know, it, it feels uh, good to be on the other side of it and, mm-hmm. and now just uh, taking the precautions as we continue to move forward. Daryl, can you walk me through some of the process so far? Um, you know, we started off uh, with cooperators and our district manager helping us through all the information uh, with staff assessment readiness. So basically, Tom had conversation one, one-on-one and really had to assess, like, were they ready to return to work? And then from there, we, you know, had to look at what did we have to do to set our workplace up um, for the new uh, guidelines. And you're looking at what cooperators have sent, but at the same time, I was looking on, um, you know, Alberta Health site as well. So they have some, you know, resources there. You know, you're basically just redesigning your best practices you're making up checklists you're ordering your you know equipment you're doing your you know updating your business continuity plan 
and you're really, you know, visualizing before you get in there, how you're going to keep everybody healthy. I think the biggest aha was like, okay, half our team's now at home, half is in the office, but if one of us happened to get sick, everybody at home is going to be coming into the office and how do we keep them in the loop? How do we keep them involved? Uh, so we spent a lot of time on the first two days working with the team that was in place and then, you know, two o'clock having a meeting, sharing what we've done, getting input from people at home uh, to the point by Wednesday, which was, uh, you know, doing a PowerPoint and doing a visual walkthrough. So here's what you do as a staff person. So everything from, you know, procedures of let's not park all in the same place, you know, so that when you show up, we're walking in by ourselves and uh, try to just look at different different ways to uh, keep everybody um, engaged and, and feeling comfortable mentally as well as physically. And, you know, it's not just your staff, it's their families have become part of our family because whatever is happening at home impacts us in a big way. You know, you're talking to staff and you're having conversations and, and listening. So how is your daughter doing? Or maybe the, one of the family members is now having to take care of some older adults. For those are all things that impact us now. I guess in the past, it, it's easy to, 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 to not be as engaged with some of that stuff, right? It's, it's, it's business is business. And I mean, it, you certainly spend time with the personal side of things, but the personal side of things has now become, come to the forefront. Yeah. You know, because things happen and, you, you know, staff share, but from a professional perspective, you know, they walk in the door and that gets left behind. That's not left behind anymore. So can you tell me about some of the, the actual physical precautions you're you're taking in the office you mentioned for staff uh you know things like thinking about parking which i thought was really interesting but how are you going to manage clients in the office i guess in terms of of uh, social distancing number one it's it's uh, strictly by appointment so you know we're trying to continue to drive more clients to online services uh we really want to you know kind of uh take a bit of a deep dive and, and see why they want to come to the office, you know? So is it a, is, is it something that can be done by phone, by email? Let's face it. Clients were trained in a certain way that if uh, they needed something, Oh, I'll just swing by the, you know, the insurance office and, you know, get it taken care of. But now it's a case where, you know, the doors are locked or, or have been for this uh, first week of opening. It's by appointment only. It's uh you know, very strict measures. I think clients, uh, when they walk in the office, they can see that it's, uh, you know, set up with uh, their best interest and our best interest for safety and health. And uh, we have all the safeguards in place, the sneeze guards, the sanitizer on a, on a you know, a metal stand as soon as you come in the door, uh, signage on it, uh, you know, please sanitize your hands, uh, and uh, we kind of simplified things so that we just wanted to keep one specific uh, area that we could set up for clients to, to come in. And uh, if it was a sit down type of thing where there was interaction, then, you know, we would just 
put them in the meeting room. We've got uh, sneeze guards in between them and us. And uh, so, it, it, you know, it makes it for, a, a you know, a, a still a very comfortable setting, but with all the precautions taken, you know, into consideration. You know, interesting, we had our photocopier um, wasn't working, so the photocopier repair person came in. And uh, again, you know, on the phone, we're going through the questions with him. We're having to fill out a log as why he was coming in. And he got to the door and he had his mask on. And we masks are available for clients if they want it. We'll let them know that. Uh, he came in. Uh, we unlocked the door and he waited till we had sort of moved back. And then he comes in and he stops and he looks and he sees a sign and he's like oh hand washing station washes his hand looks up looks around and again he sees how the office is set up and he sees a sign that says welcome you know here are things we have done to help take care of you in the workplace and talked about all the the protocols that we're doing so prior to him coming in you have to clean so technically if we know like we didn't know for sure what time he was coming but he did phone when he was in the parking lot well, if we know that client's coming in at 10 o'clock, then, you know, at 5 to 10, you're cleaning that area. Right. He comes in, they do what they need to do to, to, you know, wash their hands. But when they leave, you're cleaning again. So you're always disinfecting, using whatever it is and disinfecting. You know, it was pretty overwhelming putting those checklists together. And I thought, when are we going to have time to do work? We're cleaning. <laughs> we are constantly yeah. cleaning. Well, it's, yeah. But it's true. It's just like I'm like... You run oh. a janitorial business on the side, uh, <laughs> uh, Brad, because there's yeah. there's really good money in oh. hand sanitizer. I don't know about at your end of the country, but, uh, you know, six bucks for a tiny little bottle that you can, you know, carry in your coat pocket. Uh, that's a pretty good markup. I don't think insurance is quite that high. Yeah. No, not exactly. yet. And when we had that first uh, staff come in, and went through all that and, and even setting up their workspaces differently because we've gone to a very centralized approach. Well, there is no more centralized stapler. And that right. at the end of the day, everything comes off their desk and they have to sanitize it. They're, they have one drawer. It was all cleaned out before they came, sanitized. And the first thing they did, I said, okay, you got to think about decreasing your touch points. So with clients, we increase touch points. In the office, we decrease touch points. You don't need to get up to use a stapler because you have one in your desk. You don't get up right away to do your scanning and photocopier so that you're getting up and once a day standing at that photocopier because every time you go over there, you're disaffecting, then you're using, and then you're disaffecting. I thought that would be really overwhelming, but when we got in there and we went through it with staff and we did a walkthrough and looked for uh, places we might be missing um, the disinfectant to make it easier... Uh, came up with a couple ideas where, okay, we don't need to open the door to get the coffee cups because we have little places where coffee cups are hanging for display. Well, those are no longer for display. Those are for use now. You know, I don't want to say it's easy, but it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. As office manager, you're kind of like the safety police as well, right? Uh, keeping an eye out and, and, and making sure everyone uh, sticks to the plan. Yeah, you're definitely making sure that, you know, when staff come in, they drop their stuff off, they don't touch anything. And first thing they have to do is sanitize their hands, sanitize their desk. But so far, everybody's doing it. But you're right. As human beings, how do we keep those healthy habits? And then at the end of the week, we are definitely doing a quick little team meeting, talking about what worked, what didn't work. And then also taking in new information, 
because what's changed? I think it's important to go back to your provincial, uh, you know, Alberta Health and, and taking a look on their website if things have changed, is there something we need to be doing differently? And I also use their videos on how to put on a mask properly, how to, uh, you know, use gloves, because um, unless you've worked in that environment, how do we use all those tools without um, cross-contaminating? And if you're not using them properly, it's like, why are we even bother using them? So there's a whole training part that needs to go with that as well. What I'm hearing then, it, you, you definitely need someone who is on top of all of this uh, in an office if, if, if you're going to be successful. Does that... Is that correct? Yeah, and assigning accountabilities, which we've always done in our office. And then having staff uh, using their strengths and having them take some leadership roles. So I have one staff who's really good with graphics and design. So they made up the fun little uh, uh, posters. So in the washroom, we've got a little person with pink boxing gloves on that's punching that COVID you know, virus and underneath it says, wash your hands. And then, you know, the 22nd rule. We used to do like workplace, uh, promoting workplace stretches at the photocopier. And, you know, so maybe what are things we could be doing while we're washing our hands that are going to keep us healthy and, and fit and, and definitely slowing down, stopping work earlier and just taking a few minutes to think about what you have to set up for the next day and then putting everything away and disaffecting again. A lot of work, but I guess it's also peace of mind, right? You're looking after your your people and looking after the clients. So, Tom, have have you had uh, have you had clients in this week, and and if so, what's their reaction been? Uh, limited uh, clients in this week. Uh, we've only had a couple. You know, again, very positive. You know, once they're in the office and sitting down, you know, not an issue with regards to going ahead and conducting business. I think uh, next week we'll probably, you know, see more clients in the office. And and again, it'll be by appointment. And um, with all the work that we've done to get to this particular point, clients will feel, you know, safe. Uh, Staff will feel safe. And and I guess the other thing too, people are are more aware. And I I think people are are willing to... um, you know, take the time to want to look out for one another. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's important because it doesn't matter if you go to the grocery store, it doesn't matter if you go to the bank, it doesn't matter where you're going, everybody is taking precautions. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 nothing new. Mm-hmm. So for them to come in and, and see all the things that we've done, uh, I think clients to some degree, you know, expect it. One of the challenges I think will be though, um, is, is to... Um, help clients understand because they've, they've gotten used to that, uh, you know, where we've been reaching out to them. And, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, we were doing was uh, when the COVID broke, uh, we had a meeting with our staff and uh, uh, I made a point of saying, you know, we want to be able to, uh, you know, create a, a very, a very good relationship and a positive outlook to our clients. So we introduce some cheerful calls and just reach out to clients and say, you know, hey, how you doing? Uh, just want to, you know, let you know it's, uh, you know, Kara calling from Tom Chinsky Agencies. Just want to make sure you're okay. Uh, just want to let you know that we're here for you. And uh, she took the opportunity to promote online services at the same time. So that was very, very successful because it, it certainly shot up our online services uh, very, very well. 
our goal was to be over 50%, which were, yeah. uh, which were you know, probably around 55% right now of online services. So we're very happy wow, with that. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's very positive. Now, my point to all of this was to say that we also want to be able to under, you know, help clients understand that we still, you know, may need to have them come to our office because, you know, all of the technology that's out there still doesn't replace face-to-face, -face, you know, a face-to-face -face meeting, even if it's, you know, a, a sneeze guard in between you, you know, whether mm -hmm. you can, uh, you know, just, you know, laugh a little bit more in person and, and, and I don't know, maybe I'm just a little bit old school that way, but, um, uh, you know, we still want to uh, engage our clients and we still want to, you know, meet with them on, on the topics that matter most to them. And, uh, you know, and that's providing financial security for Canadians. So video calls are great, but there's still something lost there, right? I, I don't know if you miss out on some of the subtleties of body language or expression. Yeah, no, there's no question that I, uh, you know, I, that's the part that uh, you miss, even uh, whether it's a client review you know, just being able to talk about certain things and they, they see how you're, uh, you know, passionate about uh, providing uh, the right insurance, uh, filling the gaps, uh, you know, it's it's all important. And, and as good as technology is, uh, it still doesn't replace that face-to-face. Uh, -face, yeah. What we're doing right now is not because of COVID. You got to think a lot further ahead because I don't want people signing up for online services because of COVID. This is a tool we are using to communicate with you now and in the future. Um, so taking that conversation even further out. So we're not just focused on the present. We're selling the long-term opportunity of doing business with us. Absolutely. That's a great point. Um, do, do clients want to spend their time on their phone calling us? or spending their time on their phone doing the things they can do themselves through OLS. Everyone saves time. Well, and even payments. Do you know how much time we were spending on payments? You know, you kind of realize, oh, we've had this website where you go, you know, to the cooperatives and go online and do your own credit card. So even if you uh, didn't mm -hmm. have the online services that was there, why are we still opening PMSC? So if you spent 15, 20 minutes a day doing that and you took that away, that's a hundred hours or more of a staff doing something more valuable. So again, talking to staff about don't do it for them, teach them how to do it. I know, yes, it takes more time for depending on your client. It's really an interesting time with regard to technology because people are having to kind of step outside their comfort zone. So whether it's doing video chats, you know, with WebEx or clients using OLS more, or using Teams in the office to communicate with staff. Uh, it, it's really changed things quite a bit. Speaking of staff, how, how are they feeling uh, with regard to, I guess, in terms of safety and, uh, and juggling all of the things that they need to juggle because of this situation? It's, it's been, uh, you know, positive. And again, uh, you know, we reinforced the comfort level. We had a staff that we, we had targeted to come back into the office, but you know, originally when we talked about the return to office, she was game. But uh, as, it, as the date became closer, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we picked up on some issues and uh, made, a, made a change. We just gave it a little bit more time with her to, uh, you know, explore and, and not rush and, and just say, you know, you're a valuable team member. Whether you're in the office in a leadership role 
or if you're at home in a leadership role. So if it's, you know, easier for you and your family situation for you to be at home, we want you to, we want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And the right thing to do is to have you stay at home until further notice. We have another part-time staff uh, <laughs> who's got excited. two two small boys <laughs> at home. Um, you know, I think one was in uh, grade uh, kindergarten and one, um, you know, younger than that. So she really appreciates coming into the office. You know, uh, she works uh, part-time, nine to three, uh, three days a week. And uh, that gives her a nice break uh, from her, from being a, you know, a full-time mom and educator at home. And uh, so it's, it's been uh, very, very positive. Uh, you know, you, you, you learn things. There's new findings in this whole environment and, so many different areas and uh you know it's key for staff to to understand that they are as productive at home mm -hmm. as they are at the office uh, you know it's uh, you have to have everybody working effectively mm -hmm. as a team yeah you guys have provided some really interesting perspectives and and insights that can only come from being you know up, up to your neck in it uh and uh, and uh, it's been really interesting to hear what you've had to say. I'm just wondering what you think your greatest challenges may be over the coming weeks. Hmm. You know, go ahead. My I think biggest challenge. One thing I would have liked to have done, um, but just didn't have the time, is put together little office kits, return to office boxes for staff, and in there have everything in there in terms of right. them setting up those centralized stations, but having things they could take home as well. So the, the mask, um, I think the biggest challenge is thinking about if something happens to us, uh, I want to start making sure I have that box for our other staff with their name on it. And it's all ready to go. And they're not coming in and worrying about, you know, had the place been disinfected, has somebody touched this. So now that we're all healthy, let's get that ready. And if something happens to us, you know, they're able to parachute in and uh, not have to worry. And they'll just continue along whether we're there or not. Um, so that to me is kind of a big challenge is thinking about that next step of that, you know, return to office and, and keeping them safe if they're in and we're out for 10 or 14 days. I think for me, it's, it's again, expanding that relationship where... Um, you know, we've done a lot with touch points to reach out to clients mm -hmm. and, and they feel comfortable, you know, talking to us. But, you know, we not only need to get more comfortable with technology, but, you know, we need to also make sure that the clients are are comfortable with technology as well. Yes. You know, if I'm going to do an effective client review and if I'm dealing with someone that's got, you know, uh, commercial and they've got... Uh, you know, life and wealth products, then, uh, you, you know, it would be far more effective if I could meet the person, you know, face to face. But, you know, if for whatever concerns, if, if uh, you know, they're comfortable with the WebEx technology, I need to make sure that that I'm, you know, um, up to speed on on how I'm going to handle that particular interview via WebEx and, and, you know, make that client feel comfortable you know, going down that path as well. So I, I think it's just a case where that engagement has to continue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we need to reassure clients that we, you know, we're open for business. We've always been there for them. 
and we're going to continue to be there for them. And, um, you, you know, we'll get through this. And the only way that we're going to get through this is, you know, working together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we want to look after them. And whatever means that is for them, then, uh, you know, we want to accommodate. So if it's, uh, you know, by email, if it's by phone, if it's by WebEx, if it's, uh, you know, the need to come into the office, uh, we're going to be there for them. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. I think that was uh, just some, some tremendous insights. And, and what I'd like to do is uh, is connect with you again in three or four weeks and, and just find out uh, how things have progressed and, and uh, check out any new learnings you may have uh, as a result. So, uh Thank you very much. Okay, Brad. No, no worries. Thank you. Yeah, it's appreciate been, it. Yeah, it's been fun, and it will be interesting in a couple more weeks because uh, I think we'll have more feedback on more clients that are coming into the office, and uh, so uh, yeah, we'll chat soon. For more tips from your fellow advisors, please subscribe to the Advisor Network podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future podcasts, please contact me at brad underscore scott at cooperators.ca.